This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank goodness we can finally say goodbye to the month of June as the Phillies finish June 11-16 and 16 on the month. Thank goodness it is over and we move into July. It is July the 2nd. This is Phillies Damiro's James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, July the 2nd. Phillies off yesterday on the first day of July, as was I, as the Phillies get back at it tonight. A massive series in Atlanta against the Braves. We'll dive into that. First, we'll look back at the weekend. A lot going on around baseball, as well as the all-star announcements over the weekend. We'll dive into that as well, but... First, we look back. The Phillies now sitting at 44 and 40 on the season. They are five and a half games back of the Atlanta Braves heading into this series with Atlanta. And then they will, uh, after that, uh, face the Mets before heading into the All Star break. So uh, nice to see the Phillies. Uh, unfortunately, it was nice to see the Phillies sweep the Mets, but then they head into Florida. Let's dive into it. And. And lose 2-3 to the Marlins. For some reason, the Marlins just seem to have this Phillies team's number. They've won 5 out of 6, 5 straight as they win Friday and Saturday. The Phillies would come back to salvage the series with a win on Sunday. But still, a very disappointing series in Florida, in Miami, after the excitement of the four-game sweep over the Mets. And we talked a lot about that sweep over the Mets and acknowledge that, yes, the Mets certainly right now one of the biggest dumpster fires in the sport right now are certainly quite a mess. But at the same time, it wasn't just who the Phillies were beating. It was the way they were winning the games. It was the coming from behind. It was the resiliency they showed. Down 4 nothing in the uh, third game. Down 3-1 to in the bottom of the ninth of the fourth game. They just, it felt like a really hard-fought, Type of series that no matter who the opponent was, was the kind of thing that could spur a team forward. Unfortunately, Friday night, we saw that it did not spur them forward as they lose 6-2 on Friday. And of the entire weekend, granted, Saturday is a bummer because the Marlins will come back on the Phillies. But this, for me, the most disappointing showing of the weekend. The Phillies lose 6-2. They muster only four hits all game. The only runs they score. Come on, a two-run home run from Vincent Velasquez. Yes, Vinny Velasquez provides the only offense for this team. Unfortunately, he couldn't pitch as well as he hit. Velasquez goes four and a third, gives up four runs, six strikeouts, two walks, six hits. Unable to get the job done as uh, gives up one homer in there as well. Look, Vinny's just not good enough. I think we all know that. There's a reason that he was removed from the rotation in the first place. Now forced to fill this fifth starter opener-ish type of role and just has not done nearly a good enough job in addition to the fact that he is as boring a pitcher to watch as I have ever seen. He is just a brutal watch. He works so slow and nibbles and nibbles and nibbles, just infuriating to watch. Uh, unfortunately, again, unable to get it done as the Phillies would lose 6-2, just a really disappointing effort offensively as well, lifeless Showing from the bats, the top three go 
0 for 10. Reese Hoskins goes 1 for 3 in the 4 hole. Romito goes 0 for 4 in the 5 hole. So your top five hitters on the day end up going 1 for 17. That's not going to get it done. That is just not going to get it done. The Phillies just shut down by Alicia Hernandez, who is not that great a pitcher. He's fine. Don't get me wrong, but he does have a 4.07 ERA on the season. And yet the Phillies unable to get anything done against him. Just a really disappointing showing again. Coming off that Mets series, the excitement, the belief that maybe things had turned around, the whole bamboo of it all. And the Phillies go in and lay a stinker on Friday night in Miami. Unfortunately, it didn't get much better on Saturday as the Phillies lose 9-6. And this one, they have a 6-1 lead. Heading into the sixth inning. A 6-1 to lead. The bats get going a little bit. Romuto, an RBI single in the first. Cesar, a sack fly in the first. Kingery, an RBI double. Reese Hoskins, a two-run blast, made it 6-1. to But then it all fell apart. In this one, Eflin goes six innings, allows three runs. Um, didn't pitch all that bad. There was a lot of consternation about Gabe pulling him. After only 89 pitches, and look, it did come back to bite them. Adam Morgan and Juan Nicasio combined to give up six runs, and the game was over from there. The Marlins would tag on a couple more, uh, and that would end it as the Phillies end up losing 9-6. to Six, uh, six runs there, and then uh, three from Eflin. So 9-6 to six was the final one. Um, I personally didn't have a huge issue with Gabe pulling Eflin here. Eflin, though, had pitched fine. He wasn't great. You know, six innings, three earned, four hits, no walks, no strikeouts. The no strikeouts tells you something. that He wasn't really able to have that wipeout type stuff. This fastball wasn't dotted the way it normally was. And look, they were hitting the ball pretty hard off him, even though some of them were going to fielders, going to the right place for the Phillies. I think ultimately I didn't have a problem with Gabe pulling Eflin after 89 pitches. It wasn't like Eflin had his best stuff. And and look, you hope Adam Morgan come and get some outs from you. Uh, Juan Nicasio, who, you know, had, had been used in some really high leverage situations and, and had done well recently. But again, just someone we know you can't trust. Just again, uh, shows the bullpen how, how weak it is right now. Getting Tommy Hunter back Friday night, pitch a clean inning, uh, looked good. Um, so nice to have Tommy Hunter back. Uh, you know, I know a lot of Phillies fans last year were not the biggest Tommy Hunter fans, but when you look at where this bullpen is, getting a guy like Tommy Hunter back could make a massive difference as uh, just anyone you can trust going out there and throwing some pitches for you. But unfortunately, the bullpen blows it on Saturday. A 6-1 to lead turns into a 9-6 to loss. Again, Adam Morgan just gets torched. Somehow his ERA is up to 4.35 after not giving up a run in his first like 16 outings or whatever it was. Nicasio also a uh, poor showing there. And again, the Phillies fall in that one 9-6. Luckily, they find a way to bounce back and salvage the series by winning on Sunday a 13-6 barrage as the Phillies' bats finally really get going in this one. As a big day for Bryce Harper. Harper goes three for four with a home run, four RBI on the day, scores a couple runs. Gene Segura had three hits, scored a couple runs. Um, JT Romuto had a couple hits. Cesar had three hits. Brad Miller a couple hits, including a homer. Um, so they got things going. Brad Miller has, has done really well, batting 375 so far with the Phillies and 875 slugging so far. Obviously, a very, very, very limited sample size, but. Uh, nice to see Miller get some PT and, and run with it as, again, nice to see the offense get going as we needed this desperately. Arietta was fine, uh, six innings, four earned, 
Um, pitched really well until the sixth, then gave up three in the sixth. Had uh, it kind of been cruising until then. And then the Phillies started to fall apart a bit. It was 10-6 at one point, but luckily the Harper homer and then a front RBI single make it 13-6, and they were able to hang on Arietta again. Six innings, eight hits, one walk, four earned, six strikeouts, 93 pitches over those six innings. Luckily, uh, J.D. Hammer gives up a couple, but then Tommy Hunter again, a clean inning, three strikeouts, strikes out the side, and then Edgar Garcia puts a clean ninth. As the Phillies able to come away from that one with a victory, nice to see the offense get going in this one. And Arietta, look, while he hasn't been great, he's a, a, a disappointment for sure. Um, Pitched enough in this one to to keep them in the game and to um, help them close it out, ultimately, the offense. The reason they want it, and look, that's what's going to have to happen. And that's why I think part of the reason that Mets series was so such a positive for us as Phillies fans was that it was the first series in a while where the bats really got going and the bats just wouldn't let this team lose and the bats were resilient and they fought back and you know, putting up eight spots and nine spots and 13 spots. So they put up 13 spots twice in a week. Now, which is nice to see the offense, again, starting to, to find a rhythm a little bit. Harper's starting to heat up a little bit. Segura's getting back into form. Hoskins starting to hit some home runs again. Um, Romuto has been a little bit better. Cesar is starting to, uh, you know, went on that, that nice multi-hit streak uh, of games recently. So, look, this team will live and die with the offense at this point. And, you know, they're going to go out and make moves. They're going to supplement the staff, supplement the relievers, as again, they absolutely have to. They just don't have major league arms out there. But ultimately, this team will live or die. They will make a playoff run or not on the back of this offense. So nice to see the offense other than Friday when they just came out and really just laid a stinker. Just a, a really, again, incredibly disappointing showing after the series against the Mets. But um, they come back and put up some runs over the next two days, which is nice to see. And Massive week coming up as they'll face three in Atlanta and then three against the Mets, including DeGrom and Syndergaard. So um, the offense needs to, to kind of get this thing going heading into the break here. Is the all-star break coming up, and then all of a sudden it's going to be the trade deadline July 1st, and this team's going to have a lot of decisions to make about – how much of a uh, how much of a uh, buyer do they want to be? You know, how all in do they want to be? You look at the standings right now where they sit. Phillies are five and a half games back of the Atlanta Braves for first place in the National League East. Obviously, this series here, even if they could take two or three and gain some ground, but um, have the opportunity to really gain some ground here if they can go to Atlanta and show up. But um, the Nationals round their tail. The Nationals only a game and a half back of the Phillies now, as they've been playing great baseball. Max Scherzer coming off one of the best months of his career. Um, has been outstanding. So they're 42 and 41. They're above 500 again. The Mets and the Marlins continue to fall further out of it, except when the Marlins are playing the Phillies, of course. Um, you look at how the Phillies' 44 and 40 record stacks up outside the division. The Cubs and Brewers at the top of the Central. The Phillies are uh, only a game back of them, a half game uh, back as well. So they are right there with those teams for that. Whoever, which one of those does win the division, the wild card. And then uh, the Colorado Rockies at 44 and 40 as well. So so right now the Phillies tied for the second wild card. So um, it's one of those things where coming off that stretch of baseball where they just were so horrendous, losing 11, you know, seven straight, 11 of 13, 16 and 22, the whole thing, it really just didn't feel like a playoff type team. They didn't feel like they had that type of mojo. And um, they're still right there. That's the crazy thing. And with some supplements with uh, a starting pitcher and, and a, a bullpen armor too, I mean, they could make the playoffs. They could be a wild card team. Who knows? Look, and the, right now the Braves are certainly a better team. 
But five and a half back in at July second is is not insurmountable by any means. I, I would clearly bet on the Braves if I were betting on a team to win the NL East. But um, the Phillies are not in as bad a position as the June swoon would make you think. And again, eleven and sixteen in June is is rough. It's a rough month, especially after a really good month of May against a bunch of good teams. And of course, a lot of that coincides with losing Andrew McCutcheon, which is a massive loss on so many levels. But it finally feels like the offense might be getting it together again after this month of June, towards the end of the month here. And the pitching is still an issue. Look, Nola, two great starts in a row. Pavetta, monster start tonight against the Braves. Big one. Um, but Eflin has not been quite as consistent the last few starts. Arietta really hard to count on. Pavetta, obviously you can't count on Pavetta right now. You just hope that we see the guy we saw in Los Angeles, the guy we saw against the Reds, even the guy we saw last time in Atlanta, someone who gives you a chance to win, but you certainly can't count on it. Uh, there's no question about that. And, and Nolo, uh, as great as he's been the last two starts, I don't think we're ready to say he's fully back. If he is, it would make such a massive difference for this team, but... As they stack up, I think you have to look at it and say, hey, uh, they are going to need some help. They're going to need pitching help, uh, bullpen. Um, they could use another bench bat, though I think the addition of Brad Miller, I think going and getting Jay Bruce the way Clentac did and, and adding Brad Miller have both been really nice moves. Obviously, the Bruce move seemed to have some foresight with the McCutcheon injury coming down. Obviously, they could have never known that would happen, but um, they need more, though. And again, this team is disappointing at times. Losing 2-3 at Miami after getting after sweeping the Mets and, and seemingly turning it around to lose 5-6 of six on the back end and front end of that against the, the Marlins of, of that sweep of the Mets is certainly a little disheartening because I felt like we were getting the mojo back last week. But um, it can all change around this week. This is the, the biggest week of the season so far as the Phillies will face 3 in Atlanta, 3 in New York before the All-Star break. It will be such a massive thing for this team's confidence level for their uh where they sit heading into the the second part of the season obviously we're a little past the halfway point already but the what is considered the second half of the season after the all-star break um just a massive massive week here for the phillies six games starts tonight six straight three in uh, atlanta three in new york massive 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 with with wide-ranging ramifications on their ability to contend for the rest of the season, what they'll do at the trade deadline, so much stuff. This is just a, a huge, huge week of Phillies baseball as they had to Atlanta and then the Mets. So it's going to be big, and uh, we'll obviously be here to talk about it all, but um, really, really important week of baseball. So hopefully the Phillies can you know, saddle up here and show us the resilient, tough team we saw against the Mets and not the team that likes to take nights off like we saw against the Marlins. I mean, that is uh, that was a really disappointing showing uh, in game one and, and even game two and obviously bouncing back to salvage it. But uh, they need to do better against Atlanta. It's, it's as simple as that. All right, coming up, we will dive into that Atlanta series. We'll look at the pitching matchups, what's coming up. We'll also talk about the All-Star game, which, again, we are six days from the All-Star break. As we know who the Phillies' lone representative will be, we'll dive into that as well, and a few more news and notes from around the league as well coming up. It's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back, Phillies Today. James Seltzer coming up. In a few minutes, we will uh, look at the All-Star Game as the Phillies' lone representative has, uh, has been announced, and we will also look ahead to this massive series with the Braves. But first, a quick note. Uh, obviously, all of Major League Baseball, the entire world was struck yesterday by the tragedy 
For the Los Angeles Angels and the loss of Tyler Skaggs, 27-year-old left-handed pitcher, uh, died mysteriously um, in Texas. The game was canceled last night, the Angels-Rangers game, and um, it's just so incredibly sad. As you know, you're a baseball fan, you're listening to this, it is really rare that we lose someone who is active in the sport. It really doesn't happen that often. And, you know, Jose Fernandez, the, the last kind of big name, passed away at such a young age. And uh, and that was, you know, the boating accident. This seems to be more of a mystery as to what happened. And um, whatever it was, it is just such a, a sad, sad loss. Looked like he was finally figuring it out. Skaggs has been a top prospect type guy for a long time, was with the Diamondbacks for a while now with the Angels or was with the Angels and um, really started to seem to be putting it together. Everything you heard about him was that he was a wonderful guy and um, it's just a really sad loss and uh, you know rest in peace um, Tyler and uh, you know I know that uh, the the entire baseball world was uh, was mourning his loss yesterday and today and I'm, I'm sure for a long time so thoughts and prayers to the Skaggs family to the Angels family to everyone out there for having to deal with such a uh Sad, sad, terrible, awful tragedy. Um, so, uh, just a really sad thing. Um, all right, let's uh, let's look ahead here. As uh, coming up, we'll, we'll talk about the All Star Game coming up. But first, um, big series coming up the uh, the biggest of the season, uh, and we keep saying that obviously over and over and over again. But hey, it is what it is. The Phillies and Braves will do battle here. The Phillies sit come in five and a half games back of the Atlanta Braves in the division. This is just a, a crucial series the Braves have been playing really good baseball they are sitting with 50 wins on the season the Braves at 50 and 35 they have a run differential of plus 47 the Phillies only a plus four so they've played much better baseball than the Phillies they've been a better team they're 24 and 17 at home the Phillies 17 and 23 on the road so you don't like those numbers um and again just from a talent perspective top to bottom um, Braves are a better team right now. They have so much pitching that they can just kind of rotate in. The offense has some real true stars who are breaking out. Ronald Acuna, one of the best young players in baseball, the best young player in baseball, the next great player in the league. And, um, you know, they've got him signed for a decade. Freddie Freeman, probably the most underrated star in baseball. All that dude does is hit every single year and he does it quietly and he does it in Atlanta, but, uh, he's a tough, a tough out and, uh, a tough matchup. For the Phillies, as um, you know, uh, between Freddie Freeman and then uh, you know that's uh, they got uh, Ozzy Albies, they got Ronald Acuna, they got um, I mentioned Acuna, they got Dansby Swanson. They they are just so talented, top to bottom. Brian McCann is having a great year for them. Josh Donaldson is playing well at third base. Nick Markagas continues to to do his thing. You know, Austin Riley comes up and just hits home runs. They are um, playing great baseball, great baseball, and. Um, Phillies have a, a real battle ahead of them. The, the Braves are a better team right now. The Phillies can maybe become a better team with some moves and some improvement of, of uh, you know, the guys already on the team. But right now, no question, that five-and-a-half game lead is is justified. It is real. The Braves are a better team. So hopefully the Phillies can go in and, you know, kind of find that magic that they had in the Mets series and, and find a way to take two of three. Just take two of three. Gain a game. Just gain a game. It's not a lot. It's not a huge deal, but you just can't lose more ground. You can't lose more ground here. Pitching matchups, um, I think, you know, 
not as bad as, as they could have been. Uh, tonight, big one, Nick Pavetta on the hill. Again, we need that that big game Pavetta that we saw against the Dodgers, six shutout. We saw against the Reds that complete game. Even that first start last time in Atlanta where it left the field with the lead, the Phillies end up blowing it and potentially the, the biggest gut punch loss of the season in, in a season with many, many gut punch losses. That was a uh, a real, a real killer um, but I thought Pavetta pitched pretty well in that game for all intents and purposes. And we need that guy tonight as he'll go up against, of course, uh, Dallas Keuchel on the hill for the Braves. So the Phillies will get to see firsthand the guy that so many fans wanted uh, the Phillies to sign. And the Braves ended up swooping in and taking him. We'll see what Keuchel has to offer. Keuchel's been hit pretty hard. He's pitched okay for the Braves so far. But um, man, 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 would it feel good if the Phillies can, can get something going against Keuchel after all the consternation about not signing him. I think it would be a real sigh of relief for many Phillies fans. Uh, tomorrow, Aaron Nola takes it against Bryce Wilson. That is the one clear pitching advantage for the Phillies in this series. Nola obviously coming off back-to-back. Brilliant starts, 20 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts in each start. Just um, last start looked the best he has all season long without question. The curve was curving. Fastball was located. He just looked absolutely awesome. So they need that. I mean, Aaron Nola has to give them something tomorrow. I mean, that is massive for this team. And then game three on Thursday, Zach Eflin against Mike Soroka. Nice see that they move Eflin up instead of Velasquez there. It was originally scheduled to be Velasquez. Nice to see Eflin. This game is important. I'm happy they did that. Unfortunately, Mike Soroka is 21 and one of the favorites to win the Cy Young. He's having an amazing season, so you can't say it's a pitching advantage there. So those are going to have to hit. They're going to have to hit in this series. They're going to have to hit. I'm not asking too much. Do something against guys like Bryce Wilson and Dallas Keuchel. They're very hittable. The Phillies need to hit. They need Nola to show up. They need to get something from Pavetta. They need Eflin to be a little bit better than he's been lately. But ultimately, they have to hit. To win this series. And guess what? They got to win this series. It's a massive, massive, massive series for your Philadelphia Phillies, especially three more on the road after that. They go to New York. They got to face Cindergard and DeGrom along with Steven Matz in a three game stretch. So, DeGrom, I mean, that's that's as tough as it gets. So, um, it's a really big series, a really big stretch of six games for the Phillies heading into the All Star break. So, hopefully, hopefully. They can navigate their way through it and feel pretty good heading into that break. All right, one more note to talk about before we get out of here. We know who the Phillies All-Star is going to be, and and I felt pretty sure that it would be Hector Neris. Uh, I didn't really know who else from the team had the numbers or or deserved it at that type of level, and I think Neris has you know, obviously had a, a bad outing in the game they won against the Mets, but for the most part has been just awesome for this team. Um, but it's not. Hagner is not an all-star. Instead, JT Romuto gets the call. And Romuto having a down season offensively. But when you take into account the defense, the, the game calling, all that stuff he does, I think a certainly a worthy all-star. Uh, you know, I think that especially at that position, everything that is done on the defensive side of the ball is more important even than what's done on the offensive side. And Romuto does it as well as anyone. So I'm okay with that call. I'm okay with Romuto getting there. He is an all-star type player. I mean, you could have a whole different discussion of what the All-Star game is and what it means. I would argue that Bryce Harper should be in the All-Star game because he's the biggest star in the game, and it's the All-Star game, and it's about marketing players. It's a meaningless game otherwise. You're supposed to get the stars of the game out there and get people excited about baseball, but that's a discussion for a different day as the All-Star game itself is implemented these days. Um, 
I thought it'd be Actronaris, but instead it's JT Romito, and I'm, I'm happy for Romito, and hopefully maybe spurs him going a little bit offensively, but certainly deserves it from from all the other aspects. But um, look, a Phillies team that that only has one All Star and and only really deserves one All Star. I thought it was Actronaris, but um, it's a bit of a disappointment that this team where they're at. Um, couldn't put more all-stars there, but let's hope that the time off, the fuel of not being there, Bryce Harper knowing he's not an all-star after being one every single year in his career practically, um, hopefully that fuels these guys. And they have a few days off to recalibrate and to focus and to take the slight of not being an all-star and use it to uh, as fuel moving forward. That's what we got to hope for anyway. Um, but either way, JT Romito will be representing the Phillies in the all-star game. But first, of course... A massive week of baseballs, Phillies, Braves, and Phillies, Mets. We'll be here to talk about it all. We'll be back tomorrow to a breakdown. Nick Pavetta versus Dallas Keuchel tonight. Please, Nick, please give us big game Pavetta tonight. We need it desperately. Again, either way, we'll be back to talk about it all tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to Phillies today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.